Ozark Highlands Radio is brought to you by the Ozark Folk Center State Park in Mountain View, Arkansas, a wonderful way to enjoy yesterday. On the web at OzarkFolkCenter.com. Hey folks, this is Dave Smith, host of Ozark Highlands Radio. Welcome to our show. This week's program will feature four folks who are taking contradance music to a new level, the Lost and Nameless Orchestra from Austin, Texas. On my weekly trip down to the vault, I'm going to ask Mark Jones if he can find a recording of himself playing the banjo. And Charlie Sandage will continue his profile of the interesting folklorist Dr. Bill McNeil. All that and more this week on Ozark Highlands Radio. They may call themselves lost and nameless, but all it takes is a few notes for listeners to recognize this foursome is anything but. With original compositions featuring complex turn-on-a-dime arrangements and performing histories dating to childhood, the members of this Austin-based band are seasoned professionals who whip up an unforgettable sonic whirlwind wherever they play. Let's go down to our stage and hear them play at our annual Folk Dance Weekend last September. It was kind of neat. So, so we've been a we've been a, 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 a an active and thriving uh, uh, folk ensemble in this four piece uh, at least for the past ten years down in in Central Texas, and we've traveled up to, like they said, to New York, Chicago, M- Minnesota, the Midwest, uh, um, other places like that, and uh, 
we've had an, an active career for ourselves as a uh, independent folk group that tries to do as much as we possibly can and holding on to the tradition, traditional music that is our background, but uh, also bringing something new and uh, to, to, to folk music with our original compositions and whatnot. Did that sound like a blurb that was... Yeah, <laughs> that was great. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, we should have written that down. <laughs> yeah, yeah. For someone like me, responsibility can be so hard to keep. You make these promises. We've deemed ourselves fiddle-driven folk rock when we're not playing uh, at folk festivals like this. And we'll, uh, you know, we'll, we'll pull in some fiddle tunes into the songs we write, too. So, uh, you know, we've got one tune called Red-Haired Boy that we, uh, we have the, the melody from the old traditional Irish tune, Red-Haired Boy, and we've uh, put some lyrics on it and kind of made it a kind of modern type of tune. So we do some of that type of stuff, as well as just straight up writing our own songs. 
all within this vein, though, you know, fiddles, mandolin, guitar, piano, accordion. Sometimes he'll play, pull out the banjo and play that, too. So, yeah. So very much a modern folk band, but we do take our influences from uh, the traditional music that Chris brought, was brought up on here in Arkansas. And then, uh, yeah, bring all different varieties of uh, influences to, to the music that we make.
The sound of your voice on the phone zings my rabbit heart. Yeah, and um, it, this is kind of, being up here is a tradition for me. I've been playing on the Ozark Folk Center stage since I was maybe four or five. Back when, uh, what was his name? Willie Mc, not Willie McGee. Oh, anyway, there, there's been a host of, uh, of MCs that have uh, MC'd the show over the years. And I, it was always really fun being the young kid, you know, growing up, because they would always try to entertain you before you go on stage. You know, I'd be in a pouty, grumpy mood, like, you know, not when you go on stage with mom and dad and brother. And they'd try to get me smiling and laughing and, you know, introduce me to the crowd in some type of uh, uh, humorous way. And then I'd lighten up and play for the audience. So it's been, it's been kind of a fun deal for me. Yeah, that tradition hasn't ended. We still have yeah. to uh, take yeah. his pouting face and see him. Uh, That's true. Get him laughing just before we go on stage. Give him a little tickle. <laughs> yeah, that's right. I'm in love with a girl Pulls me around a little world I'm in love for the first time every day Counting stars Drawing pictures of who we are in the sand And when those fade away Mysteries of this life are revealed. I'm in love with a girl pulls me around. Little world, I'm in love for the first time every day. We laugh out loud at nothing in the end. Sweet smell of summer in a
so much. The Austin, Texas-based band, The Lost and Nameless Orchestra, playing some of their original tunes. They began that set with When You Walked Into the Room, followed by Empty Spaces, Rabbit Heart, Counting Stars, and we faded out with The Horse's Brawl. After a short break and a trip down to the vault to meet with banjoist Mark Jones, I'll be playing lots more hot dance music from The Lost and Nameless Orchestra. This is Ozark Highlands Radio.
It's come to that part of our show where I like to go down to the vault and visit with my old buddy Mark Jones, who keeps track of all of our recordings. Let's go down and see him now. Hey, Mark, how are you? Dave, I'm doing great. Hey, I've been wondering, how's things going out on your place out there in Fox? Well, I got a new baby calf yesterday. Got a new calf yes. out of one of my heifers. All so right. So I'm proud of that. Well, that's good. A new addition to my herd of three. Now I have four. <laughs> I always like to keep tabs on what's going on. You know, Mark, something a lot of people don't know is that you've 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 been in music all your life. Your mom and dad were Grandpa and Ramona Jones, who members of the Grand Ole Opry. Everybody knows them, and and I know that you've a fine banjo player yourself. Um, have you got anything down here of you playing the banjo, Dave? I run across this. And I'm I'm real proud of it because it was back in the years when I could do a good job uh -huh. picking and all that. <laughs> but you know, it's just uh, it's not really a folk song. But John McEwen had put it together to do behind a recitation that he did. Now I never could learn the words to it all the way through, so I just learned what Mr. John McEwen was doing really? on his banjo. What's the name of it? Mountain Whippoorwill. Have you got it here somewhere? I've got it right over here. Well, cool. Let's listen to it. Okay. And uh. This next one was written by a friend. It's not really a folk tune, but it's got a real old-timey sound because of the way that it's tuned, mostly. It's in a B minor tuning. And here it is, the Mountain Whippoorwill. That's a sweet tune now. Well, thank you, sir. I, I, yeah, I always enjoyed it. And uh, John has been here, actually. He was here at the Folk Center for a tribute weekend one time for my dad. Is that right? And I remember the Nitty Gritty Dirt Band came one time, too, and he was with them. That's true. Yeah. Well, Mark, thank you so much. That's great hearing you play the banjo. And by the way, what year was that recorded in? Uh, 78. 78. I you think. must have just been a little kid at that time, huh? Well, I guess. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> well, thanks a lot, Mark. I'll see you next week, okay? Thank you, Dave. 
The lost and nameless orchestra can be traced to St. Louis, where Arkansas fiddle champion Chris Peterson met vocalist and guitarist Patrick Conway in 1993. They began jamming together and did some busking and recording in Europe, then went their separate ways. Peterson eventually moved to Austin to attend graduate school, and in 2006, Conway followed. They decided to form a great live band, and within a week found keyboardist Nathan Quiring, vocalist and fiddler Kimberly Zilnicki, winner of the 2012 Old Settlers Music Festival Youth Talent Competition, became a full-fledged member in 2008 at age 11. My parents got interested in folk music uh, in the 70s, and my dad and mom just wanted to start a family band. And so they started pulling out all the, you know, uh, the, the folk music of the time, and we started playing it, like, uh, learning them. And I was playing the tambourine and lap dulcimer as a little kid. So, yeah, these tunes, and then they started a dance group um, down in Conway, Arkansas, and there was a... a an old fiddler who had just started playing the fiddle at the age of 57. He started learning to play the fiddle. I was, you know, I know, must have been like seven or eight. I started playing with him, and that's how I learned these tunes. And for a dance, he may have played maybe just seven or eight tunes, all that he knew. So Soldier's Joy was played maybe about 30 times in a row for a dance, you know. And so uh, my introduction to improvisation was feeling the tunes were getting tedious and adding some stuff on top of it and get, then getting a grim look from him like, what the heck are you doing over there? <laughs> so, yeah, that's so, I grew up with...
we write original music, so, so we're in a, if you put drums and bass and electric guitars behind us, we would be a, a modern pop band. We happen to populate our music with acoustic, our pop music with acoustic guitars and fiddles. And it's very likely that uh, in our history, we've put, you know, uh, a, a hook to a song would be a, a traditional fiddle tune, you know, but it's one of our original compositions, you know. Yeah, that's pop right. Compositions. Yeah, it works in both directions. Yeah. yeah we add some of our new things into the traditional songs, and then our, our new songs, we steal some traditional stuff and insert it into our original yeah. compositions. So, yeah, we do both ways. Yeah, I, I think it's, uh, you know, kind of philosophical, which is to say, uh, I think all of us respect traditions and traditional music, at the same time realizing that none of us, honestly, were brought up very strictly traditional in any sense. some kind of long tradition yeah, people are they're 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 longing for uh, a real interaction and a 
and a real experience. Uh, well, it's also connection to the past, but in a new way. Yeah, in, inherently the type of music we do uh, plays well to a listening crowd, a crowd that wants to be there to listen to the music. And what we try to do is draw them in, maybe with the, the, the quieter, more sentimental pieces, but then once we have them in, we try to get everybody excited and partying with us to, yeah. to dance music so that we can, like I said, move a room, move some spirits, move some souls. And I think that's what people people look for. There's nothing like an amazing live music experience and the connections between an artist and an audience where you all become one. You're all experiencing this moment together of sound moving around the, the room, you know, and uh, it's pretty powerful. I mean, it can, it's, it, we've experienced it at our yeah. best gigs.
That was the Lost and Nameless Orchestra, playing some more traditional tunes, starting with The Horse's Brawl, then a couple of Celtic tunes, Riding on a Load of Hay and Sweeney's, followed by Red Apple Juice and a medley of two old-time fiddle tunes, Jeff Davis and Phoenix. After this break, historian Charlie Sandage will tell us more about our well-loved eccentric folklorist, Dr. Bill McNeil. You're listening to Ozark Highlands Radio. Among the published works left behind by the late Dr. Bill McNeil, Ozark Folk Center staff folklorist for 30 years, is one entitled Southern Mountain Folk Songs, a 1993 August House publication. State archivist Jeff Llewellyn comments on an introduction in that book to a traditional song that is sometimes titled Little Sparrow and sometimes Fair and Tender Ladies, citing McNeil's straightforward presentation of careful historical scholarship. This is the way that, that Bill thought and the way that he expressed himself. It's, it's, in this case, fair and tender ladies, he'll start with, you know, calling it a warning song, you know, girls watch out, there's a strange guy coming down the road, don't run off with him, stuff like that. But it was originally a Little Sparrow, and then the title was, you know, moved into fair and tender ladies, and then come all ye fair and tender ladies. He talks about how it was collected from not just Southern Appalachia, but he singers in Florida and New York and Missouri and Arkansas and Indiana, and they all have their own little twists and turns about it, and that it's probably 300 years old, uh, if not older. And uh, based on a Scottish ballad, Jamie Douglas, in, in uh, at the 1700s. But it, but he'll go on and, and bring it more up to the future. Like in the 1960s, it was almost always called Fair and Tender Ladies or Come All You Fair and Tender Ladies. And by the time the, the 1952 Carter Sisters and Mother Maybell's version came out where they all were singing and Mother Maybell was playing the auto harp, it wasn't a huge seller, but it was a real influential seller. And, and that, that's what people, when they sing this song, kind of go back and reflect their version of it more than they do the earlier folk versions. So that was Bill's way of doing. He would start it the far back as you could go and then pull it up as close to the present as he could. And again, probably just coming right out of his head. Not like me having to stare at these notes all the time. But but that's that's the way he worked. And and it's the way it's survived here in the recordings and the writings that that are stored here. Here's a rendition of Fair and Tender Ladies 
from a recording by Ozark Folk Center regulars, a group called Chankapin, featuring Kay Thomas and Pam Setzer, and accompanied by Dave Branscombe on guitar. Alas, I'm not a tiny sparrow. I have not wings, nor can I fly in this world in grief and sorrow. I am bound until I die. Come all ye fair and tender ladies, take warning how you court young men, for they're like a star on the summer's morning. They first appear and then they're gone. They first appear and then That version of Fair and Tender Ladies rather closely reflects a recording that Bill McNeil mentioned in his notes that accompanied the song's listing in his Southern Mountain Folk Songs, one done by Mother Maybell and the Carter Sisters in 1952. It's that kind of breadth of knowledge and attention to detail that led to his being sought out as a consultant and editor for national publications and productions such as the 2000 movie Songcatcher, a film about folk song collecting in early 20th century Appalachia. We'll close with another song listed in that same book of MacNeil's, Old Joe Clark. It's a novelty tune that every old-time fiddler knows, and this recording is from the Ozark Folk Center's first year of operation, 1973. The fiddler is Red Gillahan, one of the mainstays of center programming in those early years, and he's accompanied by David Newburn, center administrator at the time, and Horace Smith, who was known for his encyclopedic collection of traditional Ozark songs. Every September here at the Ozark Folk Center State Park, we have our Folk Dance Days, which brings in people from all over to attend workshops on all kinds of folk dancing. The Arkansas Country Dance Society always brings in a fine band to play for the event, and last year was no exception when this week's featured band, the Lost and Nameless Orchestra, showed up. Let's close out this week's show with three more tunes from them.
So isn't yeah. that a, a, a wonderful mission to to turn on somebody to traditional music through a familiar route and do maybe you know maybe educate somebody on a whole universe that they didn't even know because we we reached them through their filter which was pop music or whatever and so now that's what I if if we're doing anything for folk music I think that's a great service you know. That's what happened to me. It was a it was a rock band that that happened to have an Irish fiddler in the group that turned me on to Irish music, opened up all the education into that type of music. 
So if we can do that same sort of thing and get a, a, a young person into traditional music in a relatable way, and maybe not into negative music, you know, that, that, that could be what they get into, you know, then we've, I don't think we've done any disservice to traditional music. I think we've only done a service. That, that's, that's what I believe, you know, is, is our role in it. And, and frankly, I don't know if we'd be able to pull off being a completely traditionalist band. Mm -hmm. I mean, we, might, we might not have the chops for that sort of thing. Yeah. This next one is one that I wrote for my seven-year-old nephew, but I, I just realized that I wrote it when he was four, and I can't believe that he's seven now. But, yeah, I know it's only three years, but he's a lot taller, and he plays baseball, and... I used to babysit him, and um, I wrote this tune on the ukulele, and he fell asleep to it, so I call it Aiden's Lullaby. This is an invitation for you to fall asleep to it now, too. It's the only time in the set that it's acceptable to fall asleep. Hush, my darling, I promise it'll be alright. Close your eyes and fall back into me tonight. I told you Someday you'd grow up and be a star You'll get that far on my darling Just dream with me Thank you. I don't know if I could put a, a definition on it. It's more like a feeling. You know, you listen to something like, oh, that feels like folk. I think folk music is populist. It kind of grows out of the people as opposed to the other way around. I would answer that. Yeah, it's, it's the people's music. It's people's music. It's when any group of people get together and they make a sound together because of their background. Yeah, and they do it out of respect for each other. Uh, to, to, to make a sound together, I think that's folk music. And that's why it's hard to describe because it comes from all different backgrounds. It's, pe yeah. it's people's music, it's, it's, it's true, it's real. Mm -hmm. 
thank you so much. We're the Lost and Nameless from Austin, Texas. Nathan Quiring, Patrick Conway, Kimberly Zelnicki, and Arkansas's own Chris Peterson. That was three more tunes from the Lost and Nameless Orchestra, a couple of originals, Storm Doors and Aiden's Lullaby, and a medley of two hot traditional dance tunes, Billy in the Low Ground and Devil's Dream. I hope you enjoyed this week's show. Find out more about us and access past programs at ozarkhighlandsradio.com. And you can find us on Facebook, too. For all of us here at Ozark Highlands Radio, I'm Dave Smith. Bye, everybody. Ozark Highlands Radio is produced by Jeff Glover. Executive producer is Darren Dorton. Additional support for this program comes from the Committee of 100, proudly supporting the Ozark Folk Center State Park since 1974. Arkansas State Parks, with 52 unique reasons to visit the natural state. On the web at ArkansasStateParks.com. And by Stone Bank, with deep roots in Mountain View and a deep respect for those who preserve our heritage. More information about what it means to bank Boulder is at StoneBank.com. For information on upcoming shows and events, we are on the web at OzarkHighlandsRadio.com. Until next time, I'm Donna Farrar.